Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up? Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and also uh, wacky alien invasion hijinks with sub-yakety-sax uh, songs. That's this episode. Uh, so, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, uh, we've got Luke. We needed Lexi here for a crossover with her podcast. Wait, why? Because yeah. it's an episode about an Aquatar guy. Oh right, yes, for the crossover with uh, yeah. <laughs> with what uh, aliens with battleborgs. Yeah, right. what do you mean? Okay. Why? I thought you meant like the other podcast Lexi's on, Digimon Digital Moncast. What's that? <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. That sounds fake. <laughs> uh, also, we've got Emily here. Hi, it's me. And we've got Mike. I'm eating popcorn. Oh, good. Oh, I'm playing, thank great. you, Michael. I'm playing Smash Brothers. You know, I wish you guys wouldn't admit to all this stuff. It's I mean, fine, I but, Smash Brothers. But it makes well, I, us... wasn't, I wasn't going to say it, but then Luke said his thing. So I mean, Mike said his thing, so I had to back up my boyfriend, you know? Okay. So, <laughs> I, so, yeah. I appreciate the backup. Ha, ha. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so this is going to be... Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Um, unfortunately, Lexi couldn't be here, but also... I. Given how much she ha- fucking hates the Alien Rangers, maybe that's okay, I guess. I think uh, we would piss her off just by referring to Cestro by name. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, we'll get to that shortly. But um, before we talk about the episode for this week, uh, let's talk about some things. <laughs> I only got the one thing, really, to talk about, but it's a pretty big one. They've announced the 43rd Super Sentai team, which, boy, that's a high number. That is a high number. Uh, and I'm going to get it wrong, but I'm going to give it my best shot. Uh, Kashiryu Sentai Ryo Soger. Already messed it up. Ryu Soger? Ryu Soger. I think it's Ryu Soger. Yes, someone, folks, um, folks our, at home. Our our, our friend, friend yeah. of the show, Victor, sent Zach a, a, a phonetic pronunciation guide with pictures. 
Yeah, I still got it wrong. <laughs> Use soldier. There we go. Okay, I think. Thank you, Victor. Um, so yeah, here's the thing. Uh, I guess it translates to something, uh, with like the word knights in it. Okay. Um, and at first, I guess the the speculation was that it was going to be. Um, medieval themed, which would be really cool because they've never done that, to my knowledge. Um, Unless you can't, like, um, Mystic Forest. I don't know what it was like in Japan, though. Mystic so. Forest is kind of, like, it has, like, uh, Korag is a knight, like, clearly. Well, it's, but isn't it's, it about, like, the Knights of the Round Table and shit? It's like fantasy. It's yeah, just it's kind a high of fantasy kind yeah. of setup more than it was specifically just medieval. Um, so sure. that said, it's dinosaurs, y'all. Because I guess that's just what we do when we can't think of one. Yeah, I mean, but they're, they're, yeah. they're night dinosaurs, is the yes, thing. Yes, now, now that dinosaurs. said, they sent out their, they, they showed this, the suits. The helmets are fucking rad. I really like the helmets. I like the designs, yeah. I like the um, robots, too. Picture a halfway point between, like, sort of the stereotypical, like, knight in shining armor helmet and the MMPR helmets, and you've got yeah. a rough approximation of what they look yeah, like. Yeah, it, it's kind of halfway in between those two things. Um, the suits themselves are kind of fine. They have, like, this big black triangle down the middle. I don't love them or, or hate them, really. Uh, but the helmets look pretty great. Um, so that said... The triangles uh, are kind of like the the numbers off of... Um, what's that oh, one? SPD. SPD. It's kind of like... Yeah, it is sort of similar. Um, but yeah, so we've got a red T-Rex, blue Triceratops... Does that sound familiar so far? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, green Sabertooth, Black okay. Stegosaurus, and Pink Ankylosaurus. So only one lady, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, but it, I do it, like... It, they've done the blue triceratops multiple times. I'm pretty sure Down on Thunder it's a blue triceratops as well. I'm going to look that up. Uh, I can't remember, but yeah. I'm pretty so, sure it is. So we've got some... Now, I guess they've yeah, also... Okay. There you go. So I guess they've also got some like battleship stuff that they've announced. Like it can turn. Maybe there's like a third mode, vehicle mode, also for the Megazord. Megazord. Oh, I see. I'm not exactly sure. Um, it, it's all like it just got revealed recently. So there's a lot of stuff, uh, you know, still up in the air. Um, I was curious if. Uh, Emily, you're, uh, you were on a, um, Transformers podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you know if there've ever been triple changers, like, uh, Sentai stuff? I, have I no can't idea. think of any. Why would, yeah. why would being on a Transformers podcast help me with that? Cause you know about triple changers. So I assume that well, you just okay, know but, about like, that's that. Not transfor- <laughs> that's not, yeah, you that's understand crazy. that like you could explain the concept of a triple changer faster than you could explain why Emily might be familiar with them. Yeah. Okay. So the question I'm asking is. Have there ever been uh, uh, Zords in Sentai that have their, like, single Zord form and then another form and then also the Megazord? I can't think of any. Uh, I I mean, I can. Like, what about the original Megazord? Have there been any Transformers that have been like that? Yeah, there are triple changer Megazords. Had had two forms. Oh, the tank mode. Yeah, I guess so. Like the very first one in America. That's not triple changing, though. That's. Well, I'm changing. saying that one form is all the Zords apart, and then it has the tank, and then it has the, the guy. I'm thinking more of, like, if a transform, like, a normal-ass Transformer, where it has a vehicle and a people mode, then sure. also could turn into a Megazord. That would be three, I guess, is what I'm thinking of. That'd be neat. 
We'll see. Um, I don't know exactly what how it's going to go. a people mode from a Megazord? A people mode? You know, like the, what do you call the normal, the robot mode of a transformer? Is it just robot mode? Yeah, robot mode. Okay, not why people not mode? Ca- why would it not be called robot mode? You just you literally say, what would you call the robot mode of a transformer? <laughs> and you, what robot about like how mode. you can, I mean, but I mean, that's, that's effectively a Megazord already. Yeah. Like. But I, I was gonna say, like, I love the Megazord design. It looks really cool. I like, I like how a T Rex head is like the entire midsection. That's cool looking. It reminds like, me really heavily of something that I can't place. That's killing me. But I've definitely seen. Oh, the evil Megazord from uh, Wild Force has a big old uh, alligator head sticking out the chest, and I love that design too. So yeah, I like it. It's yeah. it's a good Megazord. Um. So, so hashtag yeah. confirmed the uh, a new series is about evil rangers. That's not what I said at all. Um, so here's the other thing about this. So that's the new announcement, which is cool. Uh, this second thing is 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 rumor territory. So like, <clears throat> take it with a grain of salt. Oh man, Eric, um, play the rumor territory music. <laughs> <laughs> Make, make, it, that, make like it that Jet Set Radio song that's like, territory, it's your territory. No, I was going to say like, like, a, like a slinky xylophone, just like, you know, because we're creeping into the rumor territory. <laughs> so, bump, 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 make, a, bump, make a mashup of those two songs. Bump, bump, Don't do bump. that. <laughs> territory, it's a territory. Territory, it's a territory. It's a rumor territory. Almost all of this information, by the way, is is uh, courtesy of our friend Victor. Though um, uh, our buddy Fletcher also sent it in to me. But oh, Victor also being super helpful. I was really confused about what the fuck the Rangers were doing in this season when they did like their team pose. Apparently, they like in O Ranger they literally do like an ole. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. Their cool. team pose is kind of weird in this one. All right, so yes. Uh, Victor sent me a um a forch or not forchan one of those chans a post uh that that I guess has been going around Sentai Twitter um where someone was talking someone who claimed to be in um film production for Sentai was essentially saying this may be the last Sentai if it doesn't do well because oh, the wow. last yet yeah, because the last three or four Sentai years have been not very good for toy sales. Um, the, I guess the, the idea being that, that uh, uh, Pata and Lupin versus Lupin Ranger, the current one, they went ahead, they saved CG money by not doing as much with the Zords, but that meant that they didn't have as many things to sell. So it's oh, like, right. a, you know, this awful it's, it's like catch 22. Like, Lupin Ranger is powering just really fucking good. Like, yeah, I've I've heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah, it looks I heard, cool. I heard good things about uh, the space one. Like, I've heard that the last couple of years have been great. I guess they just haven't been selling very well toy wise. Well, that's that's the thing. Is like these shows. Like, that's what they care about. Like, Young Justice was a super popular cartoon show, but then it wasn't selling any toys. So, well, let's cancel it. So, I was kind of curious about that, and we were talking about it offline some. And, um, uh, well, online, off podcast. Uh, and Greg, our buddy, uh, our buddy Greg ha- told us that he was able to do some digging and find out that, like, early, um, uh, early episodes of, uh, or not, sorry, 
Zhu Ranger episodes costed like th- th- uh, $350,000 to $400,000 per episode to make. Uh-huh. And that was like in 93. Right. So if that is how much it's costing you to make this kids show and, you know, then multiply it to by inflation, I understand that you can't just do ads. Like, you got to sell stuff. I get that. Because... I think cartoons are significantly cheaper than that. Though, well, sure, but there's like other, like, I mean, okay, like, DC's Legend of Tomorrow is that CGI-heavy show, but it doesn't fucking have toy sales to worry about. It worries about ratings. That's, that's true. Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying it. That yeah, but that's like should... a primetime show, and that's primo ad spot, because it's on the CW, which is what all the teens are watching. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Okay. All the teens watch it. But like, <laughs> but like Sentai is, I don't know. I feel like everybody watches fucking Sentai. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know what their ratings are. I just know that their toy sales have been down. So I, I get that that's can be a problem. It's like a cultural um, like touchstone. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I, I feel like it's. I mean, it's it's a Saturday morning kids thing, isn't it? Well, I this, guess. here's what I'll say. But, this this post also says uh, essentially that. Um, I'm talking. I mean, like, I don't actually know. I just this is the things I thought Sentai was. Like, no, no, I, mean, like, I get it. Like how Doctor Who is like is like the UK show. I mean, Common Rider still went away for a while. Is the thing. So yeah, I mean, yeah. even if Sentai goes away now, it might come back later. It's not like it's the end of Sentai, but oh sure. I, I hope this one does well and that they make more now because I right. fucking love Sentai. So the other thing this post says is that a lot of the popular robot shows and kid for kids in Japan right now are about, like, really agile or articulate robots, and that uh, the yeah, big, like, like slow or... Sentai robots have maybe, like, fallen out of favor, so it may just be literally it's not in fashion right now. So, I don't know. The show has also, just for everyone's knowledge, been, like, on the verge of cancellation, like, two or three times before, and it's bounced back. I, I will so, say that, like... Like you mentioned, like the faster robots. Like if you watch the first episode, of, like the second episode of Lupin Ranger versus Pot Ranger, the Zord fight in that is really fast paced, and there's like tons of Zords like grinding through like streets and like like doing flips and shit. But it's like that one episode, and then they kind of lost their budget. Oh yeah, that's that's what that's what threw us off a lot when we were watching. Uh, when, when I've been watching Lupin Ranger versus Pot Ranger, I'm not totally caught up any anymore. But I, I watched like the first like thirty something episodes. Uh, the fights are a lot more CG heavy than yeah. you'd expect. Like, like especially you know coming off of watching you know Power Rangers, which is basically just old Sentai at this point. Yeah, like it's very very CG heavy, very very fast paced. Yeah, and that probably is in response to this kind of demand. What I'm curious about is if Sentai goes off the air temporarily, forever, who knows. Uh, what does Hasbro do with the Power Rangers brand? That was the third part of yeah. this that I wanted to talk about. So Hasbro certainly didn't buy it without knowing that the last couple of years have not been great. Like, right. I'm sure they knew that. My guess is that they knew that and have some kind of plan for if it goes off the air. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be super surprised if they just start making a cartoon, like a CG cartoon oh, that's you think? Power Rangers. Yeah, that's not crazy. And I'd be okay with that. I mean, I the thing is, I love part of what I like about Power Rangers is like there aren't really kids shows like that. Like there's plenty of live action kids shows, but most of them are not these crazy like special effects uh mm-hmm. 
showcases. So I, I, that would be a bummer in the sense that there's just not that many of them. But also, yeah. like, cartoons nowadays are good, really good, a lot of them. So, like, right. that wouldn't make me that sad, I guess. I, I mean, could, well, the, the ones you hear about are really good because that's why you're tons of shitty. Them. There's tons of shitty kids cartoons still. I will say, like, I, I watch a fair bit of, like... All cartoons. Like I, I watched the entire first season of Stretch Armstrong on Netflix, and like even that is like better than a Stretch Armstrong show in the '90s would have been. You know mm, what I mean? Okay. Like it's it's better written and has like characters and stuff. Like it's not great, but like it's it's better than it used to be. I will say this: a lot of the biggest and most popular like animated shows in recent years have been someone taking a previous property that was not actually made with a lot of love or care or attention at the right. time and then actually like doing it and like actually trying oh, yeah. and finding yeah. a lot of big of, success. Like, it was the big with the the My Little Pony reboot, oh, the Voltron sure, yeah. reboot, She-Ra right now. Yeah, uh, okay, the last right. not this Ninja Turtles cuz this one sucks, but the last one was like Oh, you don't like you don't like the new Ninja Turtles? N- no. I've heard I people don't. like it. I have I mean, like it. a lot of people like it, but yeah. I will say this, like if this happens, if Sentai goes under and Hasbro like has to make the brand on their own, we're going to get probably like uh, like odds are good an MMPR like animated series made by Fuck it. Who knows? Maybe the people making the Boom comics right now. That would you actually know? be the thing that bums me out. Is that I bet it we would it would just be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers forever. I bet they'll never do another. Zach, new that's team. that is what the marketing departments of Disney and Hasbro and Saban and everyone else who's like touched this property have wanted so badly. It's like sweet Jesus. We just want the hyper popularity of MMPR that's, back but again. That sucks. We want this so I, bad. That bums me out. Yeah. I agree. It's kind of a bummer, but also like the end result's probably still going to be better than like what this property gets in a lot of other scenarios. Yeah, I bet it would. I bet it would be a a totally good, fine to good cartoon. And and here's the thing. I can guarantee if if we do like. You know, fucking the stars align, and we get someone who cares about the the brand making the show. I guarantee we get like episodes where, like, hey, like this other Power Rangers team jumped in from another dimension or an alternate yeah, timeline or whatever, I'm sure. and you just get these big fan servicey crossovers. And because it's animated, you don't have to worry about it being like you know whatever forever red thing where like we just have one guy kill the bad guy with a scooter yeah. or whatever. I'll you also know? say if they do. I wouldn't think it would be impossible for them to say, fuck it, let's just make it ourselves. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that would be completely crazy. And that would be really interesting. A now, completely... let, let me float the best possible idea. Okay. We already brought up on uh, you know this discussion, the CW, great channel. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> let me pitch you Rangers. Uh-huh. A Riverdale-style Power Rangers <laughs> I reboot. I love it, honestly. Luke, Luke, there's a problem. We already got that. That was the Power Rangers movie. From no, because <laughs> I like Riverdale, and I don't like that movie. It is. They, Wait, it was, was, I, they, I, I actually hesitated. I almost said from last year, and I wasn't sure, because 2018's been like a thousand years. Wait, was that only a year ago? Yeah, it was only a year ago. That's would impossible. We, would we just be saying, like, stupid, sexy Jason then at that point? Like, uh-huh, we'd just be, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say more like the Arrowverse style. Where I mean, every- that's more likely, but it's not yeah. what I would want. <laughs> 
I kind of want to get shots of fucking Jason Scott doing like the fucking arrows ridiculous shirtless exercise routine. Whatever the fuck that <laughs> yes, guy's doing. It's, okay, it's called salmon ladder. I'm oh, weird, Kimberly. Dude. Have you ever seen me drive to school in anything other than this ridiculous Volkswagen bug? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, that's that's an interesting. I, I, I want to say something real quick, which is about okay. something we talked about like a million years ago in a conversation. But I wouldn't compare turtles to like Voltron and stuff because because like I I think turtles are more like Batman, where we get a new turtles every like five years, like because we've right. kind of been I, the case. <laughs> I was just saying that like. The original Turtles cartoon is really bad, and sure. more recent ones have had a lot more care put to them. And I think that true, would, true. that's kind of a similar thing. But yes, Fair. you're right. Yeah. Um. So with the with the exception of when Saban had it, which we will eventually get to. Oh, I forgot about that. So anyway, yeah. here's the thing: yeah. even if we don't ever get around to doing a bonus episode, there is still the crossover. Yes. We, there's no escaping. The secret the, of the ooze, or whatever it was. Uh, the next mutation. Next mutation. Yeah. So here so yeah essentially that that's interesting I certainly hope Sentai survives I don't want it to go away I think it's a really cool legacy thing but I will say as sad as it would be it would be really interesting to see what Hasbro would do I don't know cuz I don't know really um It also be interesting to see like like what's the company that owns it in Japan I'm ba- I'm blanking Toei Toei yeah okay like they're not just going to leave that slot blank. Like, if they did shelve it, I would be curious to see, like, what new tokusatsu thing they tried to make. Yeah, that's true. Cause, or, or, I guess, what new thing in general. Because, like, Cause yeah, they're not just going to not make something. The, yeah. the, another thing to note is uh, Kamen Rider is apparently doing quite well. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is, but Kamen Rider is apparently still fine. So, yeah. Kamen Rider doesn't have to do, doesn't have to do uh, robots, maybe. So they have, like, more toys of just Kamen Riders and other things. Yeah, and, and weapons and stuff. Yeah. They, they could bring back Metal Heroes, but uh, what I was going to say is, along the lines of Kamen Rider, Kamen Rider also went away for a while, but when it, w- when it didn't have a regular TV show, it wasn't dead. They were still making Kamen Rider movies. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah. th- that could just be what we get. We could just get, like, Sentai movies for a while. I want Hasbro to, Hasbro to make entire seasons out of one movie. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, that would be so interesting. They have to stretch it, yeah. All right, so that's our things. Well, the thing is, as I understand it, and I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong, and there's a decent chance I'm wrong, I think those Kamen Rider movies were based on existing Kamen Riders is the thing. I don't no, think they, they made new Kamen Riders yeah. for those movies. No, they were, but but, you know, they weren't making new seasons i guess so yeah all right so let's move on to the actual episode this is power rangers zeo season one episode 10 graduation blues and it's a billy episode y'all uh-huh uh, everybody but luke liked it so keep that in mind i don't you're, i don't know what's wrong with you guys <laughs> Every Why time I come back, like I, you guys have just been Stockholm syndrome into liking this show. You <laughs> need to take a month off like I do I and realize really what you're doing to yourselves. <laughs> I, I just like Power Rangers. I don't understand it's, the problem. It's not actual Stockholm syndrome, partly because Stockholm syndrome isn't a real thing. Um, it's more like Beauty of the Beast, where we've just seen the show's true inner beauty. Uh-huh. No, yeah. <laughs> like the editing on this episode is so bad. Oh, yeah, it's not good, I mean, but like, it's never okay, good. Look, look, it's not good. <laughs> Like, it's not good. It's okay. fun, though. <laughs> I don't know. I Well, we'll talk Zach. about it. So, 
So it starts with Billy walking into uh, Mr. Kaplan's office. This and basically, this, at this line. point, every time we see a teacher, I'm like, all oh, right, they're, they aren't dead. Because it's just so few and in, far between. Right. Like, uh, even the shots of them at school, there's usually no actual teachers around. Right. Um, so, yeah, Mr. Kaplan. And we've literally never seen Mr. Kaplan's office before. This is totally new. Yeah. Well, yeah. remember we didn't even know if he was the principal for a long time because yeah. they never said it really. It was just he was like another teacher, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I know, so, as a kid, I always knew he was. So I don't know if he just got he just gave off principal energy or something. <laughs> you know, he's got he's got BPE. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> at this point, um, yeah, he walks. Billy walks in, and uh, Mr. Kaplan is like, you know, uh, Billy, I've reviewed your. Records and I've caught a mistake. And Billy's like, oh no, what what's wrong with my grades? And he's like, oh no, no, we fucked up. See, you actually already graduated. You have too many credit hours. Here's your like, diploma. You've, you've, you've 100% completed high school. There's nothing else you can do here. Go home. And, and Billy's like, but I'm... He, well, he says I have another year, but, you know, I'm a junior. Like, I've only been here three years. He's right. like, doesn't matter. Here you go. What's what's up, Twitch monsters? This is a uh, this is Blue Tri-Sops, uh Billy doing for the hundred percent speed run for going to high school. Uh, <laughs> but so here's the thing. That's how college works, but I don't think it's how high school works. I mean, okay, that's how high school think... works for me. Is that you have credits? You don't. Yeah, really I think it depends on the high school. To... I will also say yeah. this is also a plot of a Totally Spies episode, so it's yes, definitely yes, there's some basis that. for it somewhere. I that's really interesting. So I had like AP classes and stuff, but like they, it's not like they were like this one's worth this many hours and this one's worth this many. Like you, you just did four years of college or it wasn't four about years hours. It was about credits. Like you need. Like I remember. Like I needed to have a science. And I need like I needed to have like uh, an English thing, and then I needed like this many credits besides those requirements. To, well, yeah, to graduate. I mean, I had that too, but you had to take X number of classes, and it's not like some of them were worth double. It wasn't so, like you had the like, option well, true, to take like, eighteen hours one semester. Yeah, instead of 12 so how hours is this possible? Is basically what I'm asking. I mean, asking. How, I, I don't know how it's possible either. Like he, maybe he took summer school on top of school, yeah, just to do more school. I like, feel like, I yeah, know, like someone might have been able to graduate like a semester early at my school sure yeah but but the idea of just like there and that's the other thing you see he's not like you have enough to graduate if you'd like to he's like here's your diploma get the fuck out of my office right his chemistry book falling out of his hand and hitting the floor which i'm only bringing up because it's like it's called back to later Oh, yes, in a way does. that makes no sense, yeah. Uh, well, you have to dig a little deep. We'll, we'll get into it when it happens again. It's fucking yeah. Chekhov's chemistry book, I guess. Right. It's a, it's a symbol for Billy failing to have chemistry with the rest of the cast. But, whoa, Jesus. Well, yes, great. Uh, so, yeah, I... he's And he's just like, now what? And that's the other thing about this. In, in addition to just, like, I don't think this is how this works... Imagine your high school telling you, like, okay, you're not in high school anymore, and you're going, like, right. well, 
I mean, I don't have college set up yet because I thought I had another year, so I'm fucked. Thanks. Right. Like, he just, just immediately has all of the crushing terror of having to be an adult now come on him all at yeah. once. Yeah. Well, what's great? What's great about this is that's not the way it's presented. The way it's presented is. Billy just being like, well, I guess I don't know what I'm going to do with all my free time. Well, yeah, someone when, asked, like, I think Kat asked him, like, what are you going to do with your free time? And I was like, fucking what free time? What are you talking about? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, to be fair, his parents could be like, you don't have to go to do work. You can just hang out until you go to college. I guess right. it's possible. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Mike. But also, he's like the head guy at the commands like he's effectively replaced zordon at this point that's right? true like yeah. he's just the leader of the power rangers now like he doesn't need anything else that's true i guess zordon i mean alpha yeah but here's the thing uh being a power ranger does not pay what does he need money i mean i'm sure zordon uh, has like food, like here's and food shelter. water well, I'm saying Zordon has those things. Oh, I think that is, a, that is a big supposition you're Where making. Where did Rito get that popcorn, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. They've never explicitly said that Alpha slash Zordon have access to, like, what is, what's that thing called in uh, Star Trek where they just oh, like make a, their food with it? The, like, matter replicator? Materializer, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I think it's a replicator, yeah. They've never ex- explicitly said they have one, but, like... They just make shit sometimes. Remember, like, so, like, like, like Alpha made them sandwiches one time? Like, there's food there. Yeah. But also, mm. like, Billy has complete and total access to everything in the command center now, and Zordon and Alpha literally cannot stop him. Uh, yeah, also, mm. uh, also, Billy built Zords, so he can right. do whatever the fuck he wants. As far yeah. As I'm he built a flying car when he was 15. I think he's good. <laughs> yeah. So we cut from there. To um, oh, a really bad, like stereotypical Japanese musical sting, uh, mm-hmm. where Balkan Skull are fighting with uh, like trash picker upper sticks. I don't know what you call those. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, they're, they're the sticks with like really sharp points at the ends that you use to like clean up public parks and shit. Yeah, and they they play like a. It's bad. Anyway, so then we like pull down to see it's Balkan Skull. And um, pretending the sword fight just right in front of Lieutenant Stone, like he's not mad at them about this, right? Like this <laughs> is the kind of shit you expect them to like goof off and do behind his back, but like no, he's just watching them do this. Lieutenant Stone is largely given up. It seems like yes, that's what I was gonna say. There's no way like Lieutenant Stone keeps giving them shit to do, and then he just leaves, and it must just be because he's like. I think basically Bulk and Skull are his version of the It Follows monster, where he just needs to give them shit to do and then get a- away from them as quickly as possible so yeah. that they won't bother him. <laughs> do you think either of them are actually Lieutenant Stone's real son and he's that's why he's like this? No, we've seen their parents. Oh, no, we've seen their... We've seen the people that raised them. I don't know if we've seen their parents or not. <laughs> there, either that or like, there's some weird blackmail stuff going on. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's definitely giving them a lot of leeway. I I refuse to believe that Lieutenant Stone knows how to fuck. I I refuse. <laughs> what the fuck is his first name again? I just like how Luke just said that adoptive parents aren't real parents. Is what he said. Okay, you know <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> I know, I'm teaching you. So, uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Stone tells them to clean up from the police academy picnic, uh, and that he'll be Jerome, back in Jerome, that's an his hour. name, Jerome. Sorry? Sorry, I had to look up 
his fucking first name, Lieutenant Stone, is Jerome. Jerome, yeah. Yeah, oh, Jerome. Wow. Jerome wow. Stone. What's I mean, very you just funny know is that? Like I when do? I, I knew it. Uh, when I was watching this episode, it was at this point that I was like, hold on a second. Oh, We've God. We've seen Bulk and Skull for like four episodes, and we haven't seen Rito and Goldar. Don't they still like own Rito and Goldar as slaves? It's been basically? longer than that. I think the last time we saw Rito and Goldar was like episode two, and it's episode yeah. 10. And I was like, where the fuck did they go? And then. They just didn't want to check in with this plot line, I guess. Yeah, and then they summoned them to pick up the garbage for them, which they literally just whistle and. I think this is like the second, like, I can't do the finger whistle joke in two episodes in a row. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But they do it, and okay, I think it's very good that they just summon these dudes for their, like, uh, menial tasks. That's a very Balkan Skull thing to do. However, they're just in the bushes. So yeah. are they always just in the bushes? Like yes. right outside of Balkan Skull's eye shot? I 100%. Guess? <laughs> I love how far Goldar has fallen. <laughs> like he's literally just follows Balkan Skull, the two characters who are the biggest butt of jokes in the whole show. In the bushes, waiting for their commands. <laughs> that yep. is, like, such a bummer, but also very funny. Um, so, yeah, Rito and uh, Goldar come out the bushes, and they're like, okay, here you go, uh, pick up all this trash. Uh, and they're about to do that, and then there is a, a, an earthquake, as always is what happens when things happen in Angel Grove. Right. Um... And a spaceship like they should just be lands. old hat at this point. Like, just yeah. nothing. Yeah. Uh, so a spaceship lands, and I was very confused because, uh, well, so first of all, they all run up to it, uh, and they open the door, by which I mean Skull just, like, shoulder checks the door over and over again until it opens. Uh, and then a ton of water pours out of it, because it's Sestro, one of the equations. Yay, Sestro! Yeah! Now, here's the question, uh, which, A, they do they do an, um, answer this later, because earlier the alien rangers just teleported to Earth, so I was like, why they need spaceship? They explain that they cannot do it right now, so that's fine. But also, I love that it's a spaceship that they apparently just have to fill with water. Yeah, which, well, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, we, have makes, to fill our, we have to fill our spaceships with air, Zach. I know, but it makes sense. It just, that does that mean they call it a water lock instead of an airlock? I mean, yeah, probably. Because like that. if you open it, all the water gets out. <laughs> yeah, okay. But also, if this ship has to be filled with water because all of, uh, all of Aquatar is full of water, right. like it's all underwater... That's going to raise questions for a thing that's going to happen later. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, that's a good point. So keep that also, in mind. Also, like, if you... Okay, if you're from an all-water planet, sure, you got to fill your spaceship with water. That makes perfect sense. But, like, maybe make it so that all the water doesn't spill out the second you reach your destination. Yeah, that's a bad design. I mean, he's going to Earth. He can get more when he gets there. But what if he's <laughs> going somewhere that doesn't have water? Then he's fucked. He's like, just maybe dead. Maybe build your ship with a water lock so you can keep all the I water mean, on the inside. Yeah. I get the sense both from how this looks and and from the actual course of the plot that, like, 
this thing seems like it was built in a hurry. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a so. one-man pod. Like it's it like yes. It does look like garbage. This I mean, I know it's Power Rangers, but it's a bad-looking spaceship. It reminds me of uh the Saiyan little pods from uh Yeah, absolutely. Kind of. And maybe Dragon it like Ball. refills itself with water. I don't fucking know. Man, those are maybe the worst spaceships I've ever seen in anything. The, what, the, the Dragon Ball capsules? Yeah. They're no, cool. fuck you, those rule. They what just the get shot, you? like, out of a gun, basically. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that bad? What's know. wrong with you? I don't like it. Um, so, okay. Zach, it uh, seems like up your alley. I mean, yeah, I Zach, don't you like tennis balls? I I, you know what? I'm pretty indifferent on tennis balls, actually. I don't really have strong opinions on tennis balls. <laughs> they look like tennis balls. They do. I get it. They have, like, the, the hatch. Yeah, it's kind sure. of the same shape. I get it. All I right, bet so, Akatram was looking at a tennis ball and was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, we get uh, that age-old joke of Sestro comes out, and then he starts screaming when he sees uh, Goldar well, they screaming and when they see him. Like, they're screaming first, and Sestra screams back. And then Balk and Skull scream, and then everybody stands in a big triangle and screams at each it's other. It's really funny when so everyone here's, screams. Here's my question that me and Mike kind of talked about when we watched this, was like, shouldn't they, like, remember Sestra from when they were kids and the Alien Rangers that everybody loved were uh, around? I thought oh, everybody's I memories got reset. Does that that's not what yeah. Mike said, but I don't, like, they never said that, so I just kind of was like, oh, I mean, it was weird. it was implied by the fact that, like, Bulk and Skull didn't remember why they were on the swing set. Well, yeah. I, I guess I don't know. It just it just seems to me like what I felt from that scene was that like they didn't remember why they were there because like time sh- like like they went forward in time and they're at the swing set, so they had to be at the swing set with time travel. But they didn't remember why they went there because they were in they were in their minds like in in their point of view they walked to the swings, got on it, and then we're like, wait, why are we here? The, the whole thing of that is like again, and it's the thing we argued and screamed about for 10 fucking episodes but it wasn't time travel it was just magic bullshit okay i was under the impression no one remembers any of that shit because nobody ever brings it up it seems like something that's that people would talk about but, okay so here my question do they also forget all the other power rangers like are, are the are the zero rangers the first rangers for everybody. No, like, they still like, they still remember the Mighty Morphin Rangers. Well, then why don't they remember Goldar and Rita? Like, Jerome doesn't remember, like, Lieutenant Stone doesn't remember, he's like, oh, they're these weird guys I've never seen before, even though, like... Because, because Lieutenant Stone's the one man in all of Angel Grove that's okay, never seen Okay, we've already proved that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Lieutenant Stone is, is weirdly, weirdly uh, unfamiliar with monsters, as we've discovered. Yes. Like, um, like open giant is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> like, I, I mean that's a fair them. that's a fair point. I don't like bulk and well, here's skull. Here's the thing: a giant monster looks different than a monster up close. You're going to have true. trouble telling the difference if you're not used to if something's suddenly at a far different scale than what you're used to seeing it. It looks different. Yeah, I guess that's that true. true, and you would know. Yeah, that's... I would know. <laughs> and also, it's totally fine if you could call him Jerome. It's just Lieutenant Stone if you're nasty. So, ah, oh, so I. <laughs> So I get why Sestro doesn't recognize them because they were children uh, when he he and his friends literally tortured them. Um, but yeah, I don't know exactly why. He should recognize why. Rito and Goldar and be like, and not scream because he knows they're fucking jokes. <laughs> but also, Rito and Goldar's memories are all fucked up anyway. They don't yeah, remember and anything. Goldar's are like that's fine. Yeah. I'm saying Sestro should remember them. So it, anyway, it's weird. The whole thing is weird. 
But, like, Bulk and Skull... Also, I love the image of Goldar and Rito, like, cowering behind Bulk and Skull like they're their parents. Like, it's very <laughs> yeah, cute. I mean, they are. Uh, and then they're, they, like, try... They're like, oh, hi, uh, sir. And they basically try to, uh, you know, talk to him and they're idiots, so they're over-enunciating everything. And Sestra, I mean, at least, at least their their first inclination is to is to diplomatically engage with the aliens. Instead of Lieutenant Stone's first inclination is to kill them. Yes, in fairness, <laughs> this is a thing people do all the time. Is like when they when they first interact with someone that they assume is that doesn't speak the language, their first instinct is to just try and talk anyway, but do it slowly. Which, if you actually stop and think about it, is the dumbest thing in the right. world, but is just such a natural instinct for your typical person that I can't really fault Bulk and Skull what's, for that. What's really funny about that is I took a bunch of Spanish, but I was never very good at it. And one time I did go to a Spanish-speaking, a primarily Spanish-speaking area, uh-huh. and someone spoke Spanish to me very slowly, and I was like, thank Jesus that this person is being sort of patronizing because the only way I can understand it is when it's very slow. So it What's works thing, like, for I, once I, ever. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of um, we have a lot of um, immigrants or people who like are visiting our country, like where where I live. Like we are a tourist town. So I and I and I work as a cashier, and I deal with a lot of people who um, are don't like English is not their first language. And yeah, when I speak to them, I speak slower because they don't know English that well, but they do know it. So it's like, but if they don't know it at all, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. then 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 you just yell, like, yell it at them, and it's like, well, this is not helping. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Sestro says, like, hey, I need you to take me to Billy. Uh, the fate of the world depends on it. Uh, he does not say which world, which is He says, funny. yeah, which I have Billy? to find a human named Billy, which is wild to me that the Alien Rangers never found out anybody's last name, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They were just, and Maybe also... They just, although, here's the thing, we never get a last name for the Equations. Maybe they just don't know that last names are a thing. That's, that's so yeah. embarrassing that Sester doesn't know his boyfriend's last name. That's <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> it's cute. Well, like, so, like maybe, maybe he just assumes that there's only one person on Earth named Billy... Which, that's going to be a rude awakening when they find another one. So here's my mm. favorite thing about You're this episode. You're not my Billy. Who are you? Stop lying <laughs> to me. <laughs> so here's my favorite thing about this episode is Queen Machina and King Mondo. Because <laughs> yeah. they are, like, not involved in this episode, but they try to be, and it's wonderful. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what's great about King Mondo and King Machina, and and it was this episode that really, like... It hadn't occurred to me, but it really brought everything into sharp relief. King Mondo has done basically nothing yeah, this he's season, terrible. except um, he just he just tells his son to go do things. Okay, he successfully conquered the Earth. Like he has a blockade of spaceships around it that only one tiny little craft has gotten through. He, he never really uses it though. Is that every every evil plan? He's just like, hey, son, do you want to do a thing? He's like, I got an idea, Dad. I'm gonna do this, and it'll conquer the world. He's like, well, good job, son. Well, Go it, do it. It plays into our like characterization of them of not actually giving that much of a shit. Like it doesn't really seem like they care that much. Right. So. Here's here's my question though. How did Sestro's ship get past thousands of spaceships? Like, how did that go? Uh, cooking technology. It's, no. It was too small for them to pick up. It's like that. Um, it's like how 
Well, I was going to say it's like Star Wars, but that's not what happened in Star Wars. Never mind. St- you know, that scene makes no sense after you watch, like, the prequels <laughs> where they're like, well, I- it's just robots. Who cares? Like, well, they're... <laughs> What does that matter? Like, why, well, no, why I, is that? <laughs> I don't think it's that there's, they're like, oh, it's just robots. It's, oh, there's no life signatures on the thing. Yeah, but that's crazy. Zach, are you saying that there are like- things about the original Star Wars <laughs> movies that the prequels retroactively make confusing? Yes. That's a really <laughs> radical position you're taking. I would say that's not even on the prequels. Like, that's a that's just a weird logic thing about that movie that just, it doesn't matter. Right. Because if, yeah, yes, because, yeah. Anyway, point is. Uh, we cut to King Mondo, and he's like, wait, whose spaceship is that? How did it get here? And Queen Machina's like, it's one of those dang, dag, dadgum equations. Those dadgum equations. And, uh... <laughs> King's supposed to be aristocrats. <laughs> yeah. And King Mondo is like, uh, well, where are the Power Rangers? How, do, how can we use this to our advantage? And Sprocket's like, they're at a park. And also, I've got an idea. Because, again, you are right, Sprocket does do most of the work. Um, so we cut like, down- Honestly, they probably would have conquered Earth by now if they just, like, did anything themselves. Well, I'm kind of thinking about what Luke what Luke said, and they kind of already have. Yeah! <laughs> and I don't- I didn't even think about it, but yeah, they kind of did. <laughs> they control the air- like, no other empire can take it over- it's just like a kind of gradual. The thing is, you can't. It's not like when you blockade a harbor and it's like, well, now you can't get supplies because it's a planet. It kind of makes its own supplies. Well, I sure. guess, but, like, <laughs> but but I mean, like he has a whole army. He hasn't sent them after Earth, but like he could at any time. Yeah, so maybe he, he's is... just he's just like I've taken it already. But let's see what happens with these Power Rangers. Folks. Yeah, it does sort of <laughs> seem like he's just kind of like whatever. I basically already won, so yeah, you know, I'll get <laughs> like, there uh, we need to deal with the Power Rangers, but I mean, like, no rush. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sure we'll get to it. Jim and yeah, Juice Bar. This is a nice, stupid planet that my son can practice on. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's a practice <laughs> planet. Um. Uh, we cut to the gym and juice bar. Okay, Tommy real quick and- thing about the gym and juice bar. Uh huh. So, so this is this is a, a surprise quote. I, I'm not sure. It's a party to celebrate Billy's graduation, and the Rangers apparently threw it together at the last second. But here's the thing: everything in the party is color coordinated, but Billy's not the Blue Ranger anymore. But they also couldn't just make like balloons and streamers and everything just gray because that would be <laughs> boring to look at. So just everything's purple. I mean, funeral balloons. <laughs> God, let's not. Uh, but like, yeah, everything's purple and yellow. Is there is yellow? yellow bu- I only yellow see purple. Balloon. There's a lot of purple and there is some gold. But yeah, yeah. So I, I love, I do. Th- it's very funny to me that they were like, well, he can't be one of the ranger colors. So what should we make him dress as? And what they chose was gray. Like right. it could be anything. It could have been purple. It could have been, I don't know, orange. Like, but no, they just went with the most boringest color. He has no color anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of, it is sort of a sad metaphor of like, well, he has no powers, so basically he's empty inside. Right. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> uh, remember when Tommy very briefly was between green and white, and so they just had him wear a lot of brown? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. All right, so uh, at this point, um. We, we skull skull comes in. 
Yes, this Skull bit is great. Into the room. I yes. really like this part. It made me it's genuinely really funny. laugh. Yeah. Um, it, so this part was the part where I was worried there might be a gas leak in my house. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. It's really funny because Gonzo so, walks up to him and he starts shaking Billy's hand, and then he and he's smiling, got this big smile on his face, and he just starts like taking Billy with him while still shaking his hand, and Billy's like, "What the fuck?" It is just this entirely <laughs> chill moment of like. Skull's just like <laughs> so he's 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 trying to nonchalantly escort Billy out of the building, but it's Skull, so he's like looks Terrible frantic. Skull yeah. Skull basically kidnaps Billy by being aggressively friendly and every <laughs> like they walk past Adam and Rocky who are clearly like, Well, that's fucking weird, but they don't yeah. do anything about it. Like it's, <laughs> he can handle himself. Yeah. yeah. But so we cut to the patio, and and Skull drags Billy out and just kind of yells, Bulky, I got him. And then Billy looks over to the side, and out from like these flower bushes steps Sestro. And the music swells, and it's just, At last, my love has come along. And they, and they slowly walk towards each other and embrace and kiss and they're no, so no, happy. Wait, there's there's, no, a, no, no, there's no, a pink <laughs> fuzzy border around that the screen. That all happens in the episode, I swear. Uh, every, honestly, everything kind of goes a little out of focus. It's there's there's some bubbles. How old do we think Sestro is? Um, the right age to make this appropriate. Okay, yes. that's fair. Mm. <laughs> um. Oh, that, that's what I asked too because it's like. At the very beginning, Principal Kaplan tells Billy, like, oh, we goofed up. You've taken away too many credits. You're graduated. We've also, you're ta- 35. We've talked a few <laughs> times about how Billy looks, you know, like his real age. Yeah. Do you think that he really is, like, 35 and has just been in high school all this oh, time? Oh, yeah. It's no, just like, I don't. <laughs> Billy's like, but I have one more year because I haven't taken all the classes available. And, and then Mr. Kaplan's like, no, you're 30. Please leave. We've, we've <laughs> theorized about this post-apocalypse society. We've We've never, you know, gotten into, like, the idea of does teen actually, in this world, actually mean what it means here? Oh, <laughs> Do you graduate high school at, like... You know, at 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 thirty, and the previous year instead of calling it twenty nine, they call it I don't know one and nineteen. Yeah, sure. So at this point, um, yeah, they Sestro is like, hey, I need your help. Um, the planet's in trouble, and uh, at this point, Billy tells Bulk and Skull like, thank you for the help. Set something up here, guys. Like. They, 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 like you said, they say thank you for the help, and then like, but I can take it from here. And then like, Bulk's like, don't mention it, and pats Billy on the back real hard, and it zooms in on Sestro, who's looking at this like, with a look of like, what the fuck? But this comes back, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually yeah. set up. I like it. Yeah. I didn't um, notice that. That's a good, good what's, catch. What's great about this is so Sestro, Sestro kind of tries to maintain the idea that Billy that he doesn't know Billy in front right. of Balkan Skull. He's like, Your 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 vast knowledge is famous on Aquatar. I need your help. And they walk off. Oh but, I like, didn't even realize that's what he was doing. I was yeah. so I was very confused by this scene. Well I think, I think he's doing two things. He's doing that and he is doing 
Uh, let's set this up in case a dumb five-year-old watching didn't see Alien Rangers. Sure, that's fair. Because I was gonna say, like, why the fuck do your Balkan skull not like, hey, Billy, why do you know an alien? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, even if they do maintain this idea that, like, oh, the Equations just sought out Billy because they heard he was real smart, and Billy doesn't actually know them, even if they maintain that, the end result is Balkan skulls see Billy walk away with an alien. And, just and then like, he eh, disappears right. for a while. <laughs> and to be fair, they've been like they've been interacting with aliens for like um like three, four years now. Now that said, spoilers, they see Billy walk away with an alien, and then they never see Billy again. <laughs> which which I mean, is that's not true. Well, Billy yes, but back, he but, but he leaves for a while, so yeah. it's still like that's like fair. if if someone comes asking like hey Bulk and Skull you saw Billy last right they're, they're just gonna be like uh 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah the scene we're not getting is them in a dimly lit interrogation room Lieutenant Stone asking them like boys you need to tell me the truth what happened to Billy <laughs> we're telling you he left with an alien yeah I mean well we we get Billy saying later that like he got his parents' permission, which is a which is well, a loaded lie. You have to, we can't talk about that right now because it'll be the rest of the fucking episode. I have yeah, so we'll many questions. Yes, we'll come back to that. So, so uh, Billy says, or Bulk and Skull say like, or Skull says, do you think uh, anyone's gonna mess with the spaceship? And Bulk says, no, I uh, left some people in charge of that. And we cut to fucking Goldar and. Uh, and Rito, who are guarding the spaceship now. Rito, Rito is picking his teeth with the spiky garbage picker upper. Now, Sestro, well, does Sestro know who Goldar and Rito are? I guess he, maybe he doesn't. Yes. Nah, probably I mean, they, not. they interacted with them, but they interacted with them in like Alien Ranger. Did they? I couldn't remember. Don't you remember the part where Goldar and Rito get pushed into a boat and then sent off with the Alien Rangers like Aqua Magic? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. So, but so also, he's still fighting like, like Zed and Rita at that point. Like, yeah, I guess. I, true. I think he saw that they were were being peaceful and just decided to go with the flow. Like, he's just like, oh, fuck maybe it. this is just another one of Rito and Goldar's respective races. I or don't. Or maybe Rito and Goldar are such fucking chumps that they didn't even remember them. Do you think Aquitians <laughs> think all humans look the same? I mean, no, because they've met other humans. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, I, th- I thought it would be a fun riff, but you just shut it down. All right, yeah, so... Yeah, because it didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're moving on. Uh, Bulk, or sorry, uh, Rito and Goldar are, uh, um, you know, guarding the spaceship. They're like, uh, Goldar has a good, like, gripe where he's just like, pick up the trash, guard the spaceship. <laughs> Go to the coast, have a few laughs. <laughs> he has literally turned into the Goldar he used to be. Yes, where yeah. he was very sad about, like, like grumpy and always like wishing he was the one in charge. Except that now his boss is Bulk and Skull, the two right. most pathetic humans alive, instead of yeah. the Emperor of Evil. Like it's yeah. much sadder now. <laughs> um, and speaking of sad, so we pan over to the right, and behind the bushes is Lieutenant Stone. <laughs> It's like, oh shit, aliens are invading. I'd he's better put a stop to this. finally seen a monster this. for the first time. <laughs> so he says, like, they're not taking the planet on my watch. So, real quick, the reason I like this episode is I think it, like, handles multiple elements pretty well in a way that 
Power Rangers doesn't usually. Like, uh-huh. usually when you have B-plots, there's so nothing that, like, they're not even, honestly, usually not even worth mentioning. This has, like, a fair number of things going on, and I feel like they are all given a decent amount of time. Yeah, it, also this episode does a, a better job than the show usually does of managing multiple balls in the air. And also, so. there all those balls are pretty fun. Case in point, Lieutenant Stone jumping out of the bushes and charging at, at Goldar and what's, Rito. What's great is he decides to he decides he's going to karate chop these aliens, despite the fact that he has a tonfa and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um he and then like they run away because. Because I don't really know exactly what the because details. Of, no, it, it's it's because Goldar and uh, Skullman Rito. are basically Rito. whatever. Um, they're <laughs> they've just turned into bears. Where if you shake a can of nickels at them, they run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, but I was gonna say I don't know exactly the details of their like memory loss, but they essentially don't seem to understand that they have like powers. I mean, they were desperately looking for help from people, and they didn't seem to remember that they were monsters. Right. Goldar still carries his sword around, but, like, I don't think he even understands that it's a sword. Like, it doesn't seem like they have any knowledge of what's going on. So then they run away, and Lieutenant Stone tells tells the giant golden ape man that he's going to arrest <laughs> him, which is just... Yeah, that, that happens. Um... We cut Luke to the what's com- wrong with you. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Luke is so disappointed in us. Like he's just so sad that we've come this to this point. Um, but yeah, we cut to the command center, uh, and now we get the 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 lowdown on what's going on on Aquatar, which is that a race of evil aliens called the Hydro Contaminators, because God, for some reason, the galaxy is just filled with. Evil alien races that specifically hate water for some (laughs) reason. (laughs) So, so you're you think it's weird that there's like a lot of different things out there that just pollute the water a lot? Because like, no, based on our sample size, that's a pretty normal thing to have happen. My problem is that it's filled with things that just like polluting water. Like they just (laughs) love it. It's not like a side effect. It's it's not like when like things attack Earth, they're all like anti earth you know like they're like they're they're unique things with their own like gimmicks and shit that have nothing to do with the planet sure. earth it's, that come it's and the attack same... earth they're not all like anti-ground people you know like <laughs> <laughs> it's the same problem as like captain planet where it's like listen an evil Man. capitalist is a good villain the problem is that the character you've made just loves filth like that's not that doesn't okay. make sense. But what if there was an evil alien in Power Rangers that just hated the ground and just wanted like just wanted to create that movie? What was it? Well, what's that movie that they I'm got thinking attacked of? by the alien equivalent of Team Aqua? Where it's like where they're like, what if what if the sky what if the ground was gone? Like what's that I movie? Have no the water fucking world. idea what you're talking. Not, about. Oh, there's a water movie. World? There's a dumb super low budget movie that's not about like a bunch world. of people on an airplane. And then mid-flight, the ground just vanishes. I have no oh fucking idea. Oh my god! I, 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 all I can think of is Langoliers, and I know that's not it. What if the ground <laughs> was gone? Dot com. <laughs> what if the ground was gone? Dot com. Like that is basically the. I think that's the tagline of Skybound. Skybound. I've never heard yeah. of this film. 
It five, sounds... pass- five plane passengers are unable to land after a mysterious disaster happened on the ground. Great. Sounds good. Um, so, yes, the hydro contaminators uh, have fucked up Aquatar pretty bad. Um, there's they can't, a bunch they have of battle boards. They can't teleport. It fucked up their computer systems. And that's why he came by Starship. They can't use oh, their I love this. I love this uh, plot summary for, for Skybound, by the way. Uh, five friends in a small airplane mysteriously lose their radio connection on a trip from New York to L.A. As they continue their flight, they're forced to assume that a major disaster happened on the ground. They discover a stowaway, Eric, who urges them not to land at any cost. Before Ooh. they run out of fuel, they must find out the truth. But I gotta find out what the twist in Skybound is, y'all. I need to do some digging. <laughs> oh, the, the tagline is, what if suddenly the ground was gone? That is on a movie poster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So anyway, uh, they can't. Yeah, they. <laughs> what they, if, guys? That sounds, like, that sounds like a bunch of people who are stoned. Like, yeah. Crazy. What if? So, so all of the no alien ranger shit is broken. They don't say they can't morph, but later they get attacked, and Sestro doesn't morph. So I'm actually going to assume they can't do that either. Um. So yeah, they they're in a lot of trouble. They've been working on a, a weapon. That would destroy them, but uh, he can't finish the, the the finish it himself because he's not as smart as Billy, a high school student from Earth. Uh, so yeah, uh, Billy says he'll help. Um, we cut to one of the the water contaminator guys landing on Earth, uh, and sorry, hydro contaminators, and they go ahead and summon the Rangers to stop him. But they also need to get to the ship in order to get the prototype. Uh, so they're yeah. going to they're gonna go do that. Uh, and let's take a quick break and we'll come right back. All right. Uh, hi, I'm Molly, a trans girl living in Seattle. Hi, I'm Ashley, a trans girl living in Florida. And I'm Jules, a trans girl living in Sydney, Australia. We're hosting a new amateur anecdotal advice podcast about what it's been like for us being trans. We'll be covering topics such as coming out, realization, experiences with HRT, thoughts on surgery, romance, and family. You can find us at TM Radiocast on Twitter, and you can send in questions to transmissionquestions at gmail.com and transmissionradiopodcast.tumblr.com. Join us three on what it's all about being trans in your mid-twenties through our own, frankly, weird and wonderful experiences. Alright, welcome back. So, Lieutenant Stone... Before before we go anywhere, how, how far into Sestro's plot synopsis did we actually get? Into se- we we did the whole we, thing. We okay. Uh, so we so, had the robot show up. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I was t- I was too busy desperately trying to find a plot synopsis of Sky. Did we have the robot show up? I don't remember that, but the robot showed up. Now you know. Moving robot on. Robot showed up. Uh, they decided <laughs> they need to go to uh, Sestro's ship to get his prototype weapon. Um, we cut to Sestro's ship where uh, Lieutenant Stone is still chasing Goldar and Rito. Oh, did we did we get the bit where like Billy cemented that he is completely and utterly replaced Zordon by having him tell Alpha to contact the Rangers? Yes, like Zordon, I don't think is uh, is he in this? At the He's in this episode end? toward the end a little bit. Okay, I think. Um, 
so this chase sequence literally is is what I was alluding to earlier. It has like low grade like Benny Hill music playing the whole time. Mm. While oh, it's like a Scooby Doo hallway them. chase. Yeah, it's yeah. super silly. Um, but they they're like chasing around the pod. Like Goldar and Rito poke their heads out from behind it. It's it's real goofy. I I kind of dig it. Uh, yep. And then they 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 run out of frame, and then Sestro and Billy teleport in. And we get this fucking ridiculous box that I I think is just looks like this to recreate a prop in the Sentai footage. The box, yeah. So the box yeah. that he he opens it and he says, um, that, that like, sorry, Billy, this is this as box far as looks I... like something you'd put like it's a tackle box, like right. <laughs> he says it's sorry, a tackle Billy. box, but it's like three feet wide. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He apologizes and says, this is as far as I got on Aquatar, but, and, and then he pulls out this little thing, but first he opens it and it's just a bunch of garbage. And I thought what he was saying was like, here, Billy, here's the pieces. You put them together. I can't figure out how they go. I love the instructions. Yeah. Um, but no, instead he, uh, it takes out this little I don't know what it is. It looks so dumb. It's like It's it's like it's like a it's like prongs like maybe a ten eye. It looks like it's just a ten eye. For like a for like a TV or something. Yeah, like it's, it's like rabbit ears from a TV, for sure. Yes. Um and he does say Sestra says, it will, as they say, require some assembly, which is an okay line. I like that. Um but then the monster is behind them, and he's like, ha-ha, your worthless weapon will never make it back to Aquatar. Also, I kind of dig how bad and dumb this uh, this monster design is, by the way. It's yeah. just like, it kind of looks like the emotion orbs from uh, um, Portal 2, but with they just done stuck legs and arms on it and painted it green. It looks like one <laughs> of the throwaway mini-bosses from one of the worst levels of Gunstar Heroes. Yeah. Okay. That's- Wait. Wait, hold on a second. Listen, Gunstar, Gunstar Heroes, Heroes is extremely good, but what? I heard Gunstar Heroes and got excited, but I'm finished the sentence you were just saying. No, I was saying Gunstar Heroes is extremely good. I'm just saying like mm-hmm. like one or two of the enemies, sometimes they just like like they throw a shitload of enemies at you every so often and one or two of them are just like little filler robots that they're just like circles, you know, because they couldn't render much on the Genesis. I, I'm uh, worried about the part where you were talking about the worst level in Gunstar Heroes. What do you oh, call you know, the worst the, level? Uh, probably, probably the bits where you're just running to get to the interesting part, like the like the first section of the Dice Palace level where you're not actually in the Dice Palace yet. Okay, Whew, I thought you were saying the Dice Palace was bad, and this guy looked like some random enemy from the Dice Palace. No, no, the Dice Palace is the shit. It's okay. just like the, the bit to get to the Dice Luke Palace is, is so just kind worried. of like like thirty seconds of generic level, you know? Yeah, a little Can bit. Can I tell you guys something fun? What's that? I don't know what Gunstar Heroes is. Oh, so it's like a Genesis movie. game where you shoot guns, and it's real fun. Has okay. Gunstar Heroes it, been it, placed? Uh, no. It is not. Get, we we need to get Gunstar Heroes placed. It, it's a Genesis game. It's kind of that's kind of like Contra or Metal Slug kind of thing. But yeah. okay, I yeah. like those games. I would like, you have like two weapon slots where you can pick up weapons. But if you pick up two oh, different like weapons, 
Well, if you pick up two different weapons, though, it, like, combines their effects. So, like, if you pick up the homing gun and then, like, the cannon, you get a homing cannon. It's cool. I like that Emily was like, oh, like, Halo, because all games that have two guns are basically Halo. Yeah. <laughs> it was a joke. The here's, here's the thing. Like, like Gus Heroes is sort of a, a sort of a Contra-style, like, run-and-gun side-scrolling yeah. shooter. But I would argue that it is the best of that genre. Uh, it's okay. I, I would it's argue it's my the favorite best of them. One. Yeah, I will have to try it out. So it's real good. Uh, this this little Gunstar Heroes boss is like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Also, I heard humans are mostly water, so I'm gonna contaminate you, which is horrific. That's I'm very gross. glad that does not happen in this episode. <laughs> um, Do you think that's a horny thing? I, I mean, mean, it's corruption for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. The rangers teleport down, which, like, I will give it this, because I this episode is mostly about Billy, I kind of forgot the Power Rangers existed, and then they teleported in, and I was like, oh, yeah, right. I was kind of like, how do they know about this? They just showed up. I guess Alpha told them, but yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Billy Alpha told, told Alpha to tell them is the yeah. thing. Because yeah. he's not like Zordon. He Billy's proactive. <laughs> now, this is my favorite uh, line in the episode, because we cut up to the moon. And King Mondo says, what is all this fuss about? Everyone appears to be frantic, and I haven't even done anything yet, yeah. which is very good. He's like, oh, I guess there's also just a monster attack happening without us. Man, we and, got yeah. up the security. And their whole plan is like, that monster seems like it doesn't like the Power Rangers, so just send some cogs down to help it, regardless yeah. of its goal. Like, fuck it's it. So <laughs> we'll kill the monster ourselves later once the Power Rangers are dealt with. Yeah, it's We'll give this idiot silly. a crack at him. And the cogs teleport down, and the monster is like, the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's <laughs> really good. What are these things? Um, mm. There is a cog fight. Uh, it's a pretty good cogfight. This is it's, um, it's a great cogfight. Cog the one thing that I really like is like when the cog shoots their laser beams at Adam, and he fucking just like does a barrel roll flip away. Like it's it's legitimately an awesome stunt, and I love it. This is this is a lot of the Rangers getting clowned on by cogs, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, they said well, these cogs are really strong, but they don't explain like why these particular cogs are stronger well, than the cogs. Well, it's because it's because they're trying to get past them to stop the monster from getting to the lake uh, to contaminate it. Uh, so they need to be stalled by the cogs. Yeah, I don't think we ever mentioned that that Sestra's pod came down at like the coast of the lake where everything yeah. equation related happens at this lake. So here's another thing worth mentioning: uh, the. At one point during this fight, three cogs do like a weird like conga Team line up thing. On, uh, yeah, Rocky. yeah. Uh, also, during that shot, I don't know if it's just because there hasn't they have not been like in direct sunlight that often. I didn't realize the cogs' uniforms are made of like the same stuff that like trapper keepers are made of. Like they're the it's glittery. like this. Yeah, it's like a swirly, glittery never, plastic. Yeah. I just didn't, didn't know they were glittery. I I just thought they were like metallic, but yeah, they're glittery. They're which I love. I like that they're sparkly. Well, they're they're meant um, to look metal, is the thing. But right, like they're they're still they're still like nylon or something. You can see the zippers. I like how that worked on you now, but it didn't work on you with the metallic armor for the like Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um. So yeah, there, there's a fight. Uh. I like there's a part where um, one of the uh, cogs just like lays down behind one of the other rangers who then trips over him, which is pretty good. Um, 
But yeah, yeah I think at some point Tommy just tells Billy like, "You got to go help Sestro build the thing. We got this." And then almost immediately they don't got this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tommy is like, "I got to get through these cogs to stop him." And then there's like a montage of him just like rushing past a bunch of cogs and throwing them out of the way and stuff, which is pretty cool. And he does that um, thing where he jumps into the air and like freezes in place, and he like charges up a kick. Yeah. And and I, kicks- every time, every time Tommy does this. And I know this is because I'm the worst nerd in the world. The only thing I can oh, think boy. of is Super Mario Brothers Z. Whoa. Oh, jeez, oh, you are wow. the worst nerd in yeah. the world. <laughs> uh, there, there's also I um, love you, Michael. <laughs> so, so he falls too. down near the uh, near the water, and then Tanya and Adam pick up a cog and throw it into the water, and then the cog. So I know that the cogs are not waterproof. But it fucking explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, and, and I love and the, sort the of, monster is like not exactly waterproof, was he? It's like, no, he uh, fucking wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they just sort of reiterate that this monster has no allegiance to King Mondo or the Cogs. It's just like, wow, that dude exploded. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the I I I wonder if the Cogs are somehow related to the fucking aliens from. Uh, uh, from signs because <laughs> they're also trying to invade a planet that just is filled with stuff that can kill them on contact. <laughs> um, but yeah, then the the monster disappears. He says, "All right, fuck this, I'm out of here." Um, and he teleports away uh, and says, I- "I'm going to contaminate your your uh, water supply another place." And then he poofs. Um. Then uh, we get Lieutenant Stone, uh, or I guess the Rangers leave? They teleport away? Well, the Rangers have to go back to the command center and figure out where this monster went. Right. I, I just like the scene, because he's like, because Lieutenant Stone gets Bulk and Skull, he calls him over, and they start doing this weird salute thing. But he's like, gentlemen, we are under alien attack, and I really wish Bulk and Skull had been like, yeah, the Machine Empire. Right. And he would have been like, well, no, not them. He's like, oh, are Rita and Zed back? <laughs> no, not not them. <laughs> well, here's the thing about this. You you said they do a weird salute. I, when he says Bogmire Skolovich, it zooms in on Lieutenant Stone, and then it zooms out, and they're standing there. The, I think the implication is that Balk and Skull were not anywhere near here. Like, because they left, remember? And then, mm-hmm. I guess, when Lieutenant Stone calls them, they just, like, materialize. Oh, he, he just summoned them like <laughs> they summoned, summoned Rito and Gold earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so. I, one thing I love, it, like, in it's not really, I, I don't think it's an intentional joke, but I think it's just kind of funny. At no point does Lieutenant Stone actually question where Bulk and Skull went. Right. Yeah. It's like in a video game when you, like, like Assassin's Creed, if you do your horse whistle, your horse will show up no matter where, wherever the fuck you are. Right. Yes. <laughs> your horse will instantly appear. <laughs> uh, and every once in a while, you're in, in Red Dead, you summon your horse and it just, like, falls out of the sky. Because, <laughs> um, I just yeah. realized you can, you can see Lieutenant Stone's and, and Vulcan Skull's breath in this scene. Yeah, it must be cold, I guess. Yeah, they're they're filming out in fuck knows what temperature it is out there. Yeah. So, um, here's And they're the, by a lake. That's bad. So, Balkan Skull, uh, or so they ask, like, what did they look like? And Lieutenant Stone describes Goldar and Rito, and Balkan Skull are immediately like, uh oh. 
<laughs> like, now, that, now that you mention it, there are winter leather jackets too, and they usually don't wear those all the time. And it's only because it's so yeah. fucking cold. <laughs> Let me get Lieutenant Stone's specific description of Goldar and Rito because it's great. Uh, he says, like, a monkey in gold armor and a bunch of badly stacked bones. Yeah. Yes. Then there's this scene where after they make, like, uh-oh faces at each other, they look over towards the bushes, and Goldar and Rito are in there just, like, hanging out in the bushes. <laughs> and uh, Lieutenant Stone is like, okay, we've got to stop this menace. Uh, and then he, walk- he's- he walks away, and as soon as he walks away... Bulk and Skull, like, wave to try to signal them to, like, hide. And Rito's like, oh, he's waving at us. Hi. <laughs> it's just, like, it's really goofy, and I love it. And and then, Evan, and then, um, like, uh, they start, they say, start saying, like, good luck finding those aliens, sir. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to a tunnel somewhere, uh, just a bunch of cogs, and... Basically, they're helping this monster break into the the water treatment plant for Angel Grove, and yeah. we're we're in Sentai Town now. Yeah, and we're in Sentai Town. So this thing, this monster has invisibility powers, but the way they play it off here is like, man, I'm so pissed off at those Rangers stopping me that I I'm disappearing a bunch. Yeah, which is weird. But here comes Sprocket and a bunch of cogs. Is like, hey, hey, I hear you're angry. Listen, listen, buddy. Hey. You saw those Power Rangers? If you kill them, I'll give you all the water you could ever want to contaminate. Well, because also he's mad because he can't find any water on Earth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I a can't find water. A notoriously wet planet. Water to contaminate. Yeah. He was like, okay, well, yeah, see, that's, if it's that's not where Douglas it- Adams got it wrong. When you label Earth in two words, it's got to be notoriously wet. <laughs> uh, that can go lots of ways. So yeah, exactly. he says, all apply. <laughs> Yeah, so he he is frustrated. Sprocket says, how about you kill the Power Rangers for me, and then I'll show you where the water is. You know, that juicy bit of info that no one else would have for him. Right. Um, Pick a direction then, and start walking. You'll find some. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut to the, um, the command center, the power chamber, and uh, Sestro's like, man, I'm sorry that I'm bothering you, and they're like, it's fine. We'll stop this monster. Yeah, and remember Billy, when you protected Earth while we got sort of reverse-timed for, like, a month or something? Like, it's cool, dude. We'll do you yeah. a solid. Um, now, this is the first time they mention that they have to do this in a certain time period, or Sestra will mi- miss his launch window? No, he mentioned a launch times. window earlier. Oh, okay, When he, okay, when gotcha, he gave us the sorry. info dump. I missed that part. So, yeah, they reiterate that. Um, so they have to fix this weapon quickly. Um... So then uh, we all get over to the water treatment plant, and this is just a full-on Sentai battle, Yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, We haven't seen a lot of, like, just uncut Sentai footage, where it's not, like, trying to fit into any American footage or anything. They're just showing a battle, and it's pretty cool. I like it. And we get that that Olay, and again, thank you to to Victor for telling me what what they were doing. O-Rangers Olay, I like that. That's pretty cool. so yeah, they they beat up all the cogs, and then this monster turns invisible and shoots all of them a bunch. Uh, this is actually a really is, fun uh, fight scene on top of like this industrial building. They're like on the roof 
uh, near all these like beams and, and rails Pipes and stuff. And, and like, stuff and... yeah, they get to use their weapons. Uh, one of the things Catherine I did not realize hits a cog so hard he falls to pieces, which is great. Yeah, one of the things I didn't realize was that the shield that Cat has, I guess the side of it is a blade, because she, like, just punches some one of them with it, and it blows up. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that's how that worked, but I mean, all right. like, like, it's an edge, you know? Sure. It's not, I'm not sure if it's a blade, but it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Um, so then, it's uh, a really cool weapon. I, I don't think we get too many Power Rangers weapons that are like this, that are just, like, a small... Like one-handed shield. offensive shield the, thing. The Power like, Rangers the Pink weapons. Ranger's fucking Captain America, and it's cool. <laughs> the Power Rangers weapons are usually like sword, daggers. Like there, there's a couple that show up over and over again. So the shield is kind of neat. Uh, then they get beat up by the monster when it turns invisible. And then we get a really random line. We see we see Sprocket. We zoom in on him and the cogs in a building, like watching the fight. It's like, oh boy, this is going so well. Maybe after this, Dad'll let me rule Detroit. Yeah. Yes. And yes. then I can become human. <laughs> God. God damn it. He's got it. He's just wants to go to Detroit because he's a big fan of RoboCop. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, that was weird that they call out Detroit specifically. I feel uh-huh. like that like, I feel like um maybe cuz it's like the machine city. You know, like I guess Motor City that's what, or whatever. That's what I got was because it's Motor City. It's right. Really, that was my guess. So how many cities do we have confirmed as existing in Power Rangers now? You we guys got, want, yeah. If you guys want was, a good Motor City, go watch Silver Pines on, <laughs> on uh, YouTube Audio Entropy. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we've got what we've got: Angel Grove, Stone Canyon, Gotham City, Detroit. What else? I feel like they've uh, said Paris. Chicago. We saw Paris, New Jersey. I think we saw London at one point. Okay, in the Christmas special. This, um, um, also, I I think I think Sprock is looking a little setting his sights kind of low because like the Machine Empire has tons of planets. Like I'm pretty sure he's just gonna get Earth. Well, his <laughs> dad has lots of planets. This is the first time I also noticed uh, that Sprocket has a little bow tie, which I didn't ever realize before. Because it's not a bow tie; it's a sailor uniform thing. Oh, With you're right. Ribbon. It is. That's adorable. I love yeah. it. Um. So, oh, so then, is he supposed to be dressed like a schoolboy? Is that the thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. So then we cut to uh, Billy, who is, quote, modifying the power source of uh, Sestro's weapon. Do you know what he's actually doing? Is putting together the toy version of the uh-huh. Zeo Blaster. Yeah. Like, he's literally got the toys in his hands from the Zeo weapons. It's very silly that they decide to use that as the prop, but okay, sure, why not? Yeah, but he says, um, like, after I get this together, you should be able to take it back to Aquatar and make some modifications so that it works on your planet. And then Sester's like, I am unsure if I could make those modifications myself. And we get the first hint of what might be happening to Billy. Oh, no. Right, and he because says, he says, well, don't worry about it. After we're done here, I'll just make them for you. <laughs> yeah, so... Basically, well, he says he's gonna go back to. He's saying he's gonna go to Aquatar. Yeah, well, right, right. But what I'm saying is, why doesn't he just make the modifications on Earth? Because yeah. the launch window? Question I, mark. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Well, Luke, there's a here, ticking clock. <laughs> here's my problem with any time they do this, and I've mentioned it before, but like the fucking. In Sailor Moon, there's that whole arc where Sailor Mercury's like, I'm going to move to Germany, and then right. I can't be a Sailor Scout anymore. And by arc, you mean episode. 
it's an episode, whatever, that's fine. <laughs> well, I'm just uh, highlighting how short it is. And that sort of makes sense there, but in this, every time anybody leaves, it's like, you guys can fucking teleport, god damn well, it. Like, maybe well, maybe Aquatar's in a no-teleport zone or something, <laughs> They've like, teleported in to Earth from Aquatar before. No, but, yeah. no, but they've, they've said that the teleportation stuff at Aquatar is down. Okay, so you might be stuck there for, like, a month. Yeah, and it won't be up until after they defeat the what's-its, so... Yeah. Well, like, like Luke, to your point of you will be stuck there for a month, Billy comes back in, like, four episodes. Okay. So, the well, thing fair. is, he's still taking a risk, because if he goes to Aquatar and, like, the Equations lose, he just dies in space. I guess, yes. Yeah, I, I have a second question, which is that Billy can't breathe water, right. so that's my yeah, other thing that I wanted to That's the thing out. I was talking about earlier with the, the space pod. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, how is he going to use that spaceship? Because one or the other of them can use it, but not both. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's full of air now. And also, how is he going to join the, like, Space High Club with Sestro if he's underwater? <laughs> <laughs> space High Club? I don't know. That, and that took me a little bit to parse. I thought you were gonna, you meant he was going to smoke weed in space. No, they're going to fuck. I mean, okay, listen, guys, Space Shuttle is one hell of a hot box. Head. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, he says- Wait, wouldn't they have to find a space road to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Space head? Space head, it's just space head. I'm investigate the idea of space road head. (laughs) I mean, you just just pull over, is the thing. He finds Uh, Rainbow Road, and he drives on that. (laughs) So, I mean, it is called Rainbow Road. So, here's the thing, um- he says, listen, you and the other equations all helped me, so it's fine. I'll come with you, and I'll fix it, and then I'll get back here somehow. Uh, and they're all like, okay, great. Um, and then we have the callback to the gag of Sestro thinking that what you do with, when you say don't mention it, is hit someone in the back real fucking hard. Right. Which is both a gag, and it also sets up Power Rangers' favorite thing. Not the first time I've said this. Won't be the last time I've said this. It sets up the most... Tense, uh, suspenseful thing in the history of Power Rangers. Well, no, it's <laughs> Power Rangers' favorite thing is setting up tension and then dissolving it immediately. Yes. The yeah. music ratchets up in a way that it's like, you would think someone, like, a, a guillotine is descending on someone's neck. Yeah. Because Billy's contact lenses pop out of his eyes. Now, mm-hmm. I have to say something. Billy wore glasses for, like, a season and a half. And they never once did a Billy's glasses have fallen out and broke, fallen off and broken joke. But they did a someone hit me and both of my contacts flew out of my eyes <laughs> joke, which has <laughs> never happened in the history of mankind. That, that was that was that was a '90s trope, though. It was like, oh, I lost my contacts. Let's find my contacts. Like that. I feel like that happened a lot. What's What's great is then. this is two jokes in a row. But they're again. The music says this is extremely dramatic because now do we get the joke with Sestro not getting like the whole "don't worry about it" thing and hitting Billy in the back real hard? But after his contacts fall out, Alpha's like, "Oh, don't worry, Billy. I'll help you find them." Giant robot feet, clomp, 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 crunch. <laughs> yes, yeah. But, uh, Alpha immediately fucks everything up, um, and Billy can't see anything. Right, and, and he's now like, we're all doomed because he can't fix the thing because he can't see. Oh no. 
And then 30 seconds later, he's just like, it cuts the commercial and then cuts back and he's just got his glasses <laughs> no, no, it, on. It, it, cuts, it cuts to them like fighting the monster for a little bit and then it cuts back to them. He's like, oh, by, I got my glasses. By a little bit, like, you literally mm. mean 15 seconds. Yeah, though. no, it's like, ridiculous. That. It's so yeah. ridiculous. They set up this like problem that's instantly solved. <laughs> like It's just padding. Worth noting, like, during the, the fight scene that we cut away to, the rangers are wailing on this thing. They're shooting lasers at it. Tommy's hitting it with the sword. They knock it off the building. It seems like they're doing fine without the weapon. Yeah. I like when they just throw the costume of the robot off the building. It's very funny. <laughs> yes. My other thing I love is that th- there's a, a classic Tommy yelling as he jumps through the air. But then it, like, cuts away and it cuts back. And it's literally like that joke from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where the guy is like running at the castle screaming, and then they cut and cut back, and he's yeah. like further away because that's <laughs> basically what they do. <laughs> yeah, but so they wail on this thing like they absolutely like dumpster this guy. But again, we really need Billy to finish the weapon though. And speaking of which, we cut back to the the command center, the power chamber, whatever. It's like, well, I'm glad I had my old glasses lying around. Is that what's happening? Is it literally that they did a commercial break uh, cliffhanger? Is that is that why this keeps happening it's, in Power Rangers? Yeah, yes, probably. So. It so, must be right. So the like, thing with Power Rangers on Netflix. It's only sometimes that we get the obvious, like, here's where a commercial happens because we fade to black on a dramatic beat. Yeah. We don't, get that super much with with Power Rangers. Like, a lot of other old TV shows, like, not just kid shows, but any TV show, like, if you watch them, like, on a stream after the fact or on DVD, like, Uh, you can tell where the commercials were. Adrian and I have watched a lot of, like, A-Team and, and, like, MacGyver and stuff, and you can always tell where the commercial was. That is not really the case with Power Rangers. Yeah, it's heavily signaled. Power Rangers, not so much. Like, that definitely happens sometimes. We'll We'll know where the commercial break was, but here, just... There's there's nothing like that. But it has to be why, because there's so many times where it's like, oh, God, this thing. And then, like, literally eight seconds later, it's like, good thing the thing wasn't a problem. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's just hard to tell where exactly the break was. You know, I will say, this scene did, you know, speaking of space high, this scene did make me think, like, glasses are pretty cool, you guys. What? Like, glasses, they're pretty cool. Speaking yeah, yeah they've, they've allowed me to function as a human being for the last two and a half decades. Right, like, oh, we the, the an eyeball is a super delicate organ that can easily, you know, have a lot of problems with it. Oh, don't worry, we figured out how to turn sand into glass that can bend light to accommodate for the issue. Don't worry. Now I know That's why cool. you said speaking of space high before you went into this yeah. explanation. <laughs> Did you? Are you getting high over there? Are you smoking it up in your room? <laughs> he's, he's high on Smash Brothers. I'm yeah, just he's... saying that's a cool thing that I it think we take cool. for granted because they've been around since before anyone was born. Yeah, sure. Before anyone was born. That's right. That's how it works. Before anyone glasses, living today, I guess. There was glasses <laughs> first and then humans. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> Dang, so, Zach, you're, you're doing a lot of the dunking today rather than being dunked on. I, know, it's, I don't know what's gotten into you're me. You're in a hot streak. Um, Don't be so, sorry. So yeah, uh, Billy's got his glasses. They're real nerdy, and I like them. Um, and here's the thing about this: he had this whole conversation about leaving to help Sestra when the Power Rangers were there. But like, as far as I remember, 
they never talk to him about it in this episode. It's just like, I'm sad I might leave. The Power Rangers are literally there watching him make this decision. Don't say anything. And then at the end, he leaves without saying goodbye. Yeah. Like, it's weird. I don't know why they did it that way. The Rangers don't find out about him bailing until, like, after the fact, basically. Right. they're literally in the room. No, they're not. They're fighting. No, they're fighting. They're not still fighting the monster. I'm sorry. Alpha Alpha sends them the weapon, and, like, it it teleports away, and that sister's like... It's kind of that we don't get to see them, like, construct the weapon, too, by the way. Like, the rangers, like... Because they build it in that box... And then, I like, teleport it. the I whole box. See it. No, yeah. I agree. But I'm so, saying that's stupid. I don't know why they <laughs> did it that way. But uh, so Alpha sends the weapon away, and the sister's like, Billy, I gotta get going. And Billy's like, yeah, okay, let's get going. I wish I had time to, to tell the Rangers goodbye or tell them what was happening, but yeah, we need to go. And then Zordon's like, Billy, I'm going to give you a speech because I'm the mentor, and you're making a serious decision, and that's, like, the one thing I do. And then Billy's like, thanks, Zordon. And then we cut to the uh, we cut to the actual fight. Yeah, the Rangers don't build the big old pistol. It's it's very obviously assembled from all their individual weapons. Right, but, but you don't like, get to see them do it, which well, is a bummer. Yeah. Billy does have some techno babble about how, like, oh, I'm using, I'm syncing up your technology with our Zeo weapons. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he does say that earlier. Hopefully, we'll get to see them put it together in another episode. I don't but, know like, though, because like. They've really weirdly downplayed the individual weapons in this series. Like, we didn't get yeah. an intro to them when they first got them. So, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll I will see. say, I, I had definitely had a hit of nostalgia seeing that weapon, because I definitely owned it. And, like, the weird, like, green axe with, like, the rubber blade, it was just like, oh, yeah, okay. The green ones this. are the weirdest, because they're, like... They're really strangely shaped. Actually, I take it back. Well, they're the they're weirdest... made to look like squares. Because yes, they're, they're squares. The weirdest one is actually the Blue Rangers, like, triangle daggers. I love they them. They look really strange. I love them. I love all the weapons, but I, I like the dual hand axes a lot, and I love the triangle daggers. Like, I think that it's, it's cool. They're like little blades like, on the sides of his arms, so he's got to, like, kind of, like, do a Mui tie fighting thing. I don't know. What is cool. Tanya's? Is it's it nun- nunchucks. Nunchucks. I mean, that, that makes yeah, sense. like her symbol looks like nunchucks. Yeah. Okay. Got it. That works. Or nunchaku, if you want to get like technical. Uh huh. <laughs> so they blow up the monster, and then King Mondo is like, "Man, I can't believe I trusted that monster." Oh well, it wasn't mine. No Has big there ever deal. Been, like a really like crappy, uh, like football movie about like, uh a parish like having to win a football game called nunchuck and it's like a nun like throwing a football mm-hmm. Luke, why, why weren't you on like on media boards in like the eight hey, nineties? you could have made a lot of money hey luke <laughs> are you high right now <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so wait 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 okay, luke, luke, have you, have, did you did you used to drink a lot of sodas and now you've stopped and you're your caffeine like withdrawal because Michael the other day who has been trying to cut out caffeine was acting very high. <laughs> I mean, I haven't had much caffeine today. I guess Ooh, that might be it. <laughs> that's fun. So um, they they're like, oh well, no big deal. We'll we'll get him next time. Uh, we'll use our own machines. Um, Tune in next week when he doesn't use his own machine. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we cut. 
that now to Sestro's rocket ship, and boy, it just looks so bad, you guys. Like, I, like I, I, I kind of like it because like the two orbs are top like eyes, so it's like, hi, how's it going, guys? <laughs> like, it, it's got a big it, door mouth. It also sort of looks like um, like destroyed machinery in Star Wars, especially like stuff on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like it's super junky. The problem is I don't think they did that on purpose. I don't believe that for a second. I think it's just bad. I mean, I, I kind of like it. It definitely does give the sense that, like, Sestro built this thing in a hurry. Yeah. Like, he had to get to Earth right fucking now. But yeah, so Billy's like, yeah, I uh, I have to do this. You know what? I've dreamed of this opportunity since I was a boy. I've dreamed of going to space. Also, I asked my parents for permission, and they're cool with it. Oh, <laughs> the fuck on. <laughs> like, What? <laughs> Hey, no. hey, mom! I'm gonna go to space with my alien boyfriend. Is that cool? Yeah, it's fine. Just make sure to pack clean underwear. Okay, bye, mom. I mean, this is better than the time you came home and it just aged ten years. I remember when I first went to space with my like, alien boyfriend. That was nothing but they wrote this episode, and then standards and practices came back and said you can't do a kids show where that he leaves with a stranger. Yes. Yeah. The the. I imagine the scene literally where uh, it's 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 like that um, Simpsons episode where uh, Bart and his buddies all run away and go to the World's Fair, where Nelson is just like, bye, mom, going to Branson. And she's just like, bye. Like, that's what Billy did. He was just like, bye, mom, going to space. And she was like, all right, later. <laughs> like, there's no, because it's just... I, I do kind of because like I mentioned before, like when when he when he became an adult, right, and like uh-huh. and like he was it's still in the past, so his parents would be like, "Where's Billy?" Right, like I, I like I said back then that he went to his parents was like, "Hey guys, I'm your son from the future. I like aged up. It's yeah. no big deal." And they're like, "Yeah, all right," because the, his parents were also sci-fi like science nerds, right? Yeah. So like they're like, "Oh, that's that's just that's a Tuesday." It's no biggie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just Billy. That's our son. The other option is they're so tired of all the weird shit going on with Billy that they're just like, please leave. Please leave. You're fine. You graduated. Whatever. <laughs> You're not our problem anymore. And so he gets into the ship and he drops Chekhov's chemistry textbook. Yes. Yeah. You say that, yeah. but it has nothing to do with anything. The character no. does never comes back at all, except for the fact that like Rocky finds it and is like, "Oh, here's a textbook." Well, that, yeah, yes. that's it's how he knows Billy's gone. It's like it, it, it's this one microscopic moment of like they watched a movie at one point in their lives ever and had an idea about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. yeah. It, and like I like how when like it like takes off and there's all this fire spreading out and the textbook is fine apparently too like <laughs> yeah this this rocket ship taking off it's it's far from the worst special effect I've seen in this show but it is very funny it is a very it very much feels like a click and drag flash animation tween of this fucking rocket ship taking off sure and uh, so the Rangers run up they're they're unmorphed they they see the smoldering crater and like wait. This is where Billy was supposed to be. Alpha, are you sure this is where he is? Where'd he go? And then Tommy's like, my God, his chemistry textbook. Oh, my God, he turned into a chemistry textbook. <laughs> no, guys, Rocky's the one who picks it up. So he's like, chem, chemistry? What, what is this? <laughs> yeah. You guys, I think Billy left us a secret thing full of knowledge. <laughs> and, and the other Rangers are like, 
God fucking damn it, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> and what's great is, even though this rocket, like, already went into the air, the Rangers turn around to see it, like, double take off. Yes. Like, like it got, a, it got like, 200 feet in the air, and it's like, okay, now I'm really going to hit the thrusters? Hey, guys, <laughs> remember when Rocky literally used chemistry to save the Power Rangers? Oh, yeah, wait, that did happen in a minute. <laughs> but, yeah, so, anyway, he, um... They, they, Billy's gone, I guess, and everyone is sad, but, like, I, I just, it, it's very difficult for me to feel any, like, well, A, I know he's coming back, but mm. B, like, literally he's going to live with high-tech space aliens who can teleport. Like, it's not that big of a problem. It's gonna you be okay. That, okay, like, okay, so I've watched ahead, right? He comes yep. back in a spaceship. I that don't does, know why. Yeah, why? Because <laughs> they like, forgot they can teleport. There's, there's a whole episode where he's in space and, like, his spaceship is malfunctioning. And the whole episode is about, like, let's try to get Billy back home because he's going to die out there. Like, there's, there's scenes where he's, like, Captain's Log, I'm running out of air and shit like that. Like, it's, Jesus. It's weird. <laughs> but it's it's, it's okay, especially sure. wild because, like, the musical cues and... We get this dramatic pan up away from the Rangers as they're looking up into the sky, and they've got this look on their faces. Like, this camera and, and just this show, the, the framing and everything, really, really wants us to think that Billy's going to be gone for a long time. And he's just not. He's yeah. just I'm not. not exactly. Let me just check how many episodes it actually is before Billy comes back. It's four. Cause uh, the, cause, well, is it four? Because like, we're on ten, and episode 14 is called Mr. Billy's Wild Ride. So, okay, so yeah, I was I was wait, pulling that the number four the out title? of my ass. That but is I was literally right. the title, Mister Billy's Wild shit. Ride. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't wait. I, why did you think I made that up? <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a thing you would do. <laughs> no, I I'm not making fucking winds in the willows references. Like what? No. Um. So yeah, I. I, I oh God! I, next episode. Yeah, next episode. I. I accidentally let it roll over, and in the first five seconds, Rocky has apparently genetically uh, created the fucking plant from uh, Little Shop of Horrors, so that's going to be exciting. Great. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but yeah, we should get Molly like, on, because he gets, like, plant corrupted. Oh, good. I enjoy right. that. We'll call, <laughs> we'll call her up. But yeah, this, I think this episode's fun. I mean... No, yes, I loved it's, it. It's, it's badly great. edited, but every episode of Power Rangers is badly edited. <laughs> I, like, I, again, I just think you've watched 160 episodes of this show, and your ability to judge like good and bad is completely broken. Or maybe we just enjoy the show's the show's stick, Luke. Like That's, it's just like <laughs> that cannot be the case. No, listen, like like I've watched Power Rangers for a long time, sure, but like. We just enjoy what it is. Like it's a bad show, but it's fun bad. Like I don't know what what your deal is, buddy. <laughs> I mean, listen, Luke. You also watch just a ton of bad stuff. Oh, so yeah. yeah, but I'm like, like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, but yeah, I, it's a good time. I I like this episode. It's real silly. Uh, the Balkan and or I'm sorry, Balkan Skull and Goldar and Rito is is very fun. I'm glad they brought it back, uh, especially since I had, like, kind of forgotten. And then I was like, wait, where are those guys? So they they helped. They they remembered, thankfully. Um, but, yeah, uh, next week is a, a Rocky 
episode where, again, he's doing experimental science, which is a weird through line for Rocky as a kid. I just realized (laughs) that he is doing experimental botany. The last Rocky episode was him doing computer programming. And the one before that, he was like doing chemistry. Is Rocky like a savant? He's becoming built. They want us to think that Rocky is smart because he's the new Blue Ranger. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he's the Blue Ranger. The Blue Ranger's good at science. But Rocky's entire characteristic is that he's stupid. He's the Blue like, Ranger, and the Blue Ranger is good at science. Oh, God. Well, see, no, I'm saying, like, like looking at it in a more, like, in a less meta way, right? Blue energy gives you knowledge, and he's been like, "How he's is been that the, he's a been, he's less been, metal way?" <laughs> because, well, because I mean, like Luke's saying, like, like in in Power Rangers, it's a trope that the Blue Ranger is smart. No, no, I, at least I'm pretty much saying what you're saying. Yeah, I know, but I'm explaining it in a in a more like in, in more in Got more it. way is that the blue energy is affecting his body, and he's 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 like slowly getting quote-unquote smart, but he's, like, I think he's still a dumbass, where, like, he just accidentally does smart things. <laughs> I mean, that's a fun, that that's fun. So, yeah, I just hadn't really thought about that, but uh, we'll talk more about it next week, I guess. Um, for now, if you, you should go check out uh, audioentropy.com, uh, where we have uh, a bunch of other cool podcasts you can listen to. Um, we have YouTube slash video entropy right i got yeah. it right uh, uh where we've, yeah, yeah we've got a bunch of cool video content for you uh, including silver pines um oh, wait no no youtube it's audio entropy audio entropy my bad it twitch uh is video entropy right yeah yeah okay there you go um so check yep. that stuff out and uh anybody got anything specifically they want to plug this week uh to give them the info for sending questions oh yes uh we're going to do a special episode in a couple weeks uh, where we do uh, the teenies, the tooties, and the withies, a.k.a. a bunch of questions from you. So if you have one, send them to it to us at Teens with Suit on Twitter. Teens with I was going to ask why it's called the withies, and then I figured it out and got yep. sad. <laughs> I'm the one who came up with it, Luke. Are you proud of me? No. <laughs> teenswithtude at gmail.com or ask on our Facebook group. Uh, teenagers with attitude, uh, and yeah, send us send us your questions. They can be about anything. We've got a couple good ones, so keep sending them in, and we'll get to as many and of them also, as we can. Uh, if you folks want to do any like write-in nominations for uh, the teenies or the tooties, like now's the time. Uh, like the ca- like the usual categories will be represented. We've got we've got a couple surprises in store for you, I think. But like you know, like you you know the th- you, you know the deal. You know, best single parter, best multi parter, worst. I will new, say all that stuff really, really quickly. If you don't normally listen to that part, <laughs> yeah, because it sounds like we're um, mad. Uh, just like you know, we're talking nonsense. <laughs> well, I was gonna say if you don't normally listen to our awards, uh, we do a best of and worst of at the end of each year. Um, usually, it's part of another episode, but this year we decided because it's it's going to be long that we would make it into its own episode. Um, And if that sounds kind of boring to you and you would really rather just listen to a normal episode, that's fine. But I will say uh, that I was trying to look for nominees and boy, there was some weird shit in Power Rangers this year. 
And if you've forgotten about it, it might be fun to tune in and let's listen to us yeah. talk about some of the weirdest shit that happened because I had forgotten about most of us. Yeah, so it's ba- it's basically everything from Brush with Destiny, which was like episode what fucking eight of season three of MMPR. It's almost all of season three, all of Alien Rangers, and then like the first ten episodes of Zio that we covered this yeah. year. Although uh, we we had originally planned for the 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 special thing to be next week, but Zach's not going to be here, so it, we're pushing it back a week. So the next episode is also eligible now. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see if Rocky turning into a plant monster qualifies for anything. Yeah. So so yeah, check that out and uh, check out all your entropy. Uh, and until then, for teenagers with attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I've, I've been, been Mike. I've been Emily. And may the power protect you always. See, I didn't look at the sign-off order, and I was just hoping that's what I was. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this, Billy? I've dreamed of an opportunity like this since I was a boy. I can't pass it up. Besides, my parents gave me their permission. We must go now. Okay, Sestro, I'm ready. <laughs>